Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We've got Larry on his phone down there in the south. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. A lot going on, folks, all over the place. Uh, I wanted to do a little housekeeping note here. We have up on our website, and it's a posted, it's a free link to a special report that I did. Actually, it's dated as 2014. It's been updated some, but it's as, I guess, as current today as it was when it was written. It's called Earth Whispers. Special Report, Cosmic Forces and Earth Changes. And I urge everybody to go read it because of what's coming. And we explore a lot of different things in that report that uh, people need to know about. And it's, uh, I think, about 60 pages, something like that. But it is free. You just click on the link and then you got it. You don't have to register. You don't have to do anything with it. You just read it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, one of the reasons that I brought it up, it was I had forgotten, basically, that it was sitting in the archives. And uh, Celeste Salome just produced an interesting report. I'll I'll read only part of this. We'll get back to it later uh, because there's so much news going on. Uh, Government plans for cataclysmic space weather. Now, she posted this on March 30th. We are in a period of time, she says, where space weather is going to rock your world and your body. It will be intensifying in many ways over the course of your lifetime. Well, we don't have much left of our lifetimes, I got a feeling. Anyway, space weather is more than beautiful auroras that mainstream media is focusing upon. And we had auroras, I think, as far south almost as Florida. Uh, Big storms coming. Anyway, the sun is coming at us from solar flares and coronal hole streams. The galactic electric current sheet originating at the heart of our galaxy and has reached Earth is causing a wake of destruction as it tore through our nearest stars and solar system, a planetary current sheet as well. And then she got another one, reduction of our magnetosphere, which is our barrier to keep things like cosmic ray radiation out. We have lost about 25%, and there are indications that our wandering magnetic poles just did another jerk, plunging us downward towards 5% or less, Uh, of the Earth's magnetic field. The last time Earth endured, this 90% of all life upon the face of the Earth went extinct. We are now entering uh, the sixth extinction 
level event. Ancient man went through space weather events, chronicled it as a warning for us and rocks around the world. The figures ancient man inscribed were not stick men and such, but rather reproducible space weather events. That's what she's talking about, are plasma discharges from the sun. And a lot which was passing off as uh, ancient aliens, as space aliens visiting, is actually plasma events. And uh, so anyway, uh, we can get back to that a little bit later because there's a lot to it, and I don't want to shortchange that either. And then there's a prophecy or called Spirit Daily, and I want to read part of what that was about. And uh, anyway, Larry, where do you want to start with the news? I notice you have a lot up on your blog. (laughs) Yeah, I I just want to tell people I was able to get back this morning on my Internet, and uh, after about 24 hours of uh, non-function, you know, with the satellite system I was using, so anyway, I'm back up, did get a blog out today, so I'm about two days behind. How's that? And <laughs> news is just news is pouring out everywhere. I mean, it's coming from every angle you can imagine right now. Of course, uh, Stuart, uh, I guess this indictment of Trump, though, has literally sucked the life out of the news worldwide. And, and that's basically all the news is, you know, you're, and matter of fact, what's on my blog today, I can guarantee you you're not hearing you know, even if you hear Trump, you're not hearing this other stuff that's going on everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Trump is at his usual best here, I notice. Trump charged on 34 counts of business fraud. Will the judge issue a gag order? That's from uh, the web. Mega Fury. This is some of the things that Trump has said. These thugs and radical left monsters have just in, indicted the 20, uh, 45th president of the United States of America and the leading Republican candidate by far for the 2024 nomination for president. This is an attack on our country, the likes of which has never been seen before. It is likewise a continuing attack on our once free and fair elections. The USA is now a third world nation, nation in serious decline, so sad. Then he writes another one. The judge assigned to my witch hunt case, a case that has never been charged before, hates me. His name is Juan Manuel Marchand, I guess, was handpicked by Bragg and the prosecutors, and it's the same person who railroaded my 75-year-old former CFO, Alan Wessenberg, to take a plea deal. Plead guilty, even if you're not, 90 days, fight us in court, 10 years life, in jail. He strong-armed Alan, which a judge is really not allowed to do, and treated my companies, which didn't plead, viciously, appalled. Appalling, I think is what he means. They only brought this fake, corrupt, disgraceful charge against me because I stand with the American people, and they know that I cannot get a fair trial in New York. Then he writes, 
These corrupt Democrat prosecutors, all from poorly run and very dangerous Democrat-run cities, are not going to choose the Republican nominee or the next president of the United States. So there you go. Now, this is interesting. Uh, Trump was going to be arraigned on April 4th, which is a 44-411. And I thought that was kind of interesting they would pick that date. Remember the 411 mystery in the Bible. And we're heading up towards something. What do you think about those, uh, I guess you could call them tweets, from well, I didn't see I didn't see anything inaccurate about them. I mean, we're no, seeing the same accurate. old Democrat, the old, the same old. Can I use the word demonic? Because demon is part of the word Democrats. So <laughs> yes. that that's what they do. It, it's not hard. It's it's kind of like a, a a bunch of coyotes out there surround your dog and try to take it down and kill it. That's what they do. That's how they act. You can you know they're caught by how they're acting, and so you know how the left and the Democrats are doing because that's how they do. And with that, yeah. uh, let me run this real quick. This is the latest on it. Yahoo News, March 31st, just probably an hour ago, says Manhattan District Attorney's Office requested Donald Trump surrender uh, there on Friday. In other words, today, March 31st, following the indictment against Trump. Trump's team response to the New York DA was no. U.S. Secret Service says needs more time to prepare for the situation, so no precise date is set yet. And this kind of also is strange because this goes along with Florida governor, and as far as I can remember, he's the only governor that has really spoke out, uh, even though him and Trump do fight. Uh, he, he actually said uh, no. Florida will not uh, work with uh, the New York DA to extradite Trump. So that leaves a real uh, conundrum unless Trump really does go surrender in New York. Now, if he decides, I'm not going to New York, the only legal way they can get him is to extradite him, and the Florida governor says not in Florida, so that means they can't legally come get him without abduction or kidnapping. They'd have to do, uh, commit those crimes to even take him into their possession to take him to New York. And they could be arrested, every single one of those feds, and all of them could be arrested if they kidnap him or seize him without an extradition process. So uh, this is interesting, Stuart. Yeah, this is getting uh, the little twists and turns are going to be uh, very, very interesting, and I'm, I'm wondering what the Secret Service, which is sworn to protect the president from all enemies, foreign and domestic, basically, uh, wh- how are they going to handle this thing? Um, so this is going to get very, very fascinating as we go down. Well, I, 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 I heard ahead. that very, the very question you just asked. Uh, how is the Secret Service going to handle that? I heard that asked this morning on the war room. And the answer of some of the experts is that the director of the Secret Service works directly under Mayorkas. You know, the guy that has the borders, Mayorkas, yes. Homeland Security. And yes. Mayorkas works right under Biden. So what do you think they're going to do? Yeah. Well, this is going to get fascinating, folks. 
And you also got to keep in mind that this all could be a diversionary tactic. Uh, the Trump lawyers said they haven't even seen anything. They haven't seen any papers. They haven't seen anything. So is it even real? Remember when they came out? What was that, Larry? A couple of days ago, and they said, "Oh no, we're not. The the grand jury is gone for a whole month." And then bang! Yeah, I do. I I do remember that. And matter of fact, what's so interesting? That appeared to be a faint left, so they could strike with their right hand, like you do in fi- a fighting stance. You know, you yep. kind of fake a punch, and then you really hit them from the other side. I think that's what they did. Uh, they they had to do this. They they just simply couldn't go any longer with Trump running for you know the 2024 election. And so interestingly, the only way we, anybody even knew was and if you look at the mo or the you know mode of operation or modus operandi, any way you want to say it, it's how you operate. Uh, the the deep state, you know. The corrupt DOJ, the corrupt FBI, they always used, if you'll remember, the New York Times to leak stuff. Well, guess what? This indictment was leaked by the New York Times, and the DA's office says, yes, there's an indictment, and you need to surrender, but nobody's seen anything. Now, I did see on Yahoo this evening that the judge had told Bragg, you you can unseal this indictment. Remember, he wanted to keep it sealed until Tuesday. Till he could mm-hmm. get Trump there, maybe on Tuesday. So this whole thing, Stuart, uh, this is how, uh, how can I say this? This is how a country dies. It's not that we look like a banana republic. Every expert I've heard all morning have said, we are a banana republic. Communists run this government. We are a banana republic. Yeah, they've taken America down. They infiltrated. They've been doing it for years. They've infiltrated every area of public life. They've infiltrated our military. They've infiltrated all the governments. Even the local governments have these big-time leftists. And uh, they've infiltrated the pulpits. It's right there in the Communist Manifesto. Destroy revealed religion. Christianity being the target destroy it so you know the seminaries which i call cemeteries uh were infiltrated and over time like the bible prophet said they have destroyed the entire gospel of the bible it doesn't exist anymore so christianity doesn't exist anymore not true christianity what we have is a shadow form of christianity and it was deliberately done and it started, according to Paul, almost as soon as the ascension occurred, way back then. And Paul made reference. He said, I preach the whole gospel. I don't preach just the joy of uh, gospel. I preach the whole gospel. There's a positive aspect to it, but there's also a negative aspect to the gospel. And he preached the entire word, not just the happy stuff. And what we have today is just happy stuff. And it's amazing. And not only the pulpits, they've infiltrated the ju- judiciary. All, all the areas of public life have been infiltrated by the communists. And uh, the end result of all this, if you read Bible prophecy and Book of Revelation, that final beast 
has the feet of a bear. Well, the bear is communism and um, communist Russia. And uh, very, very interesting how that beast forms. And it's a combination of, of communism, Fabian socialism, fascism, and Nazism, all rolled into one, this final fourth beast that's emerging right under our faces. It's coming rapidly, and it's going to hit the, the American people uh, like a storm. Uh, like the storms we're getting now in weather. I mean, everything is starting to come against us. And uh, the rhetoric is very, very high now against the far, far left, and hopefully it's a wake-up call for people. They'll wake up. But I'm, what do you think, Larry? It doesn't appear like much is going on other than, you know, some rhetoric about it. What do you think well, is going to happen? I've been watching that really, really closely, and the only outcry basically has just been individuals and people in, you know, certain government posts, you know, uh, mm-hmm. especially the House, you know, not all of them. The rhinos, of course, are just, they're gleeful about this, but uh, <laughs> there are certain ones, but it's not a general wake-up call Matter of fact, uh, Sebastian Gorka was on yesterday, and he was telling people, come out and uh, protest where you are. In other words, don't go to Washington, D.C. Don't go to their, to where, you know, don't go to the Democratic cities. <laughs> uh, be smart about it. Come out wherever you are and protest. Of course, basically nobody did. So with that being said, it, it, and it looks like, this is what it looks like to me, Stuart, is, and we've watched this with DeSantis in Florida, Florida probably at the present time is actually almost divorced from Washington. And I'll use that term divorce because if you'll remember, Marjorie Taylor Greene brought it out. And, and mm-hmm. it, whenever, when, it went wild. She talked about a national divorce. Now, Stuart, that's basically secession is what that yep. is. Yep. Without, without saying that one word, national divorce means the very same thing. And what it is, you know, it reminded me of scriptures with, you know, how can two walk together if they don't agree, right? And we don't. This country broke. It broke right down the middle, and I don't see it ever walking together again. This is over. I mean, pretty much this is over. And so what I do see, though, is, is DeSantis with, you know, Florida, and, you know, he's been busy working with his own state militia, putting together a defense force, and I've seen some little data here and there on it. It's quiet. You're not hearing much about it. But uh, Texas is doing similar things. Oklahoma's doing some things. Arkansas. I mean, there are states that it appears that they are have been forewarned. And, of course, you can't take that critical move. And, and you know, I've, I've talked about, I think it was on Augusto's show, what would have to be done to literally do that because of finances and all this other thing. But uh, but it, it appears to me that the kickback is, you know, I remember Jeremiah 50 or 51, 50, I believe, where it talks about ruler against ruler. We've not got, never got away from that. And you and I, when we talked about it years ago, we never assumed it would ever go to the, the length that has gone. We're yeah. literally now, Stuart, it appears and I've said this, I said this on Augusto's show today, the only hope people in red states have 
if you do not want to be ruled from Washington, D.C., is to leave the Union. That's it. And that's not going to be a free ride either. You're going to fight. But, Stuart, do you see any other way out other than the Lord coming in and just literally turning this place upside down? No, I don't see any way out. This is the final phase of destabilization. It's written in the communist playbook. This is what they do. They infiltrate. They change behavior. They infiltrate the educational system, the universities especially. Uh, They infiltrate the military, and they very slowly indoctrinate the people into, uh, I don't know what you would call it, (laughs) fakery, I guess, and the people begin to believe the delusions that they're being fed by the communists. And uh, this is where we are. Well, eventually some people are going to wake up. And uh, the prophecies of Dmitry Dudeman and others, uh, your friend over there in um, Norway, can't think of his name right now. Anton uh, Johansson. Anton Johansson foresaw the breakup of the United States into various Uh, States gather together, and they separate from the Union. The danger of that is is final destabilization in in other nations. And we have a lot of enemies, China, Russia, North Korea, Iran, all of these are uh, waiting, I think, for that final phase. And the fact that now we are seeing Chinese military-age males suddenly bursting into our nation, to me, is the final card of uh, what Jeremiah talks about, how God says, I will open up your borders, and I am going to fill you with a fifth column, basically I'm paraphrasing him. I'm going to fill you with a fifth column of military-aged men who are going to rise up against you from within at the same time you're attacked from without. And America goes down with a thud. And I think that's where we're at. We're on the final phase of destabilization. And this is the old communist playbook. Uh, But people just evidently don't believe this is actually happening. It's happening right under their nose. I can remember when I produced Iron Mountain. I don't know how long ago that was. And I had all the documents all the government documents about what they were going to do and about the U.N. and all of that. And all I got was laughter. Ha, 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 ha. Never happened here. You're nuts. Well, Bible prophecy is not nuts. Bible prophecy does indicate that the United States breaks up and is destroyed. And it's a judgment from the Lord. You Again, I'd say, and I know it gets people irritated, you cannot give your finger to the Lord and get away with it. Not going to happen. I had a dream the other night. In fact, it was last night, and it was, uh, I don't want to get into the details of it. But all I can tell you is, at the end of this dream, was the awesomeness the awesomeness of God and how we have no fear of God in this country or around the world, basically, for that matter. We don't really have any fear, and we are so tiny. We are such an infinitesimal speck. Even the planet Earth 
is virtually invisible if you go out into outer space. And God says, the nations are nothing to me. Well, if the nations are nothing, what are you as an individual? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Deep state, global deep state, the NSA, the CIA, these people have absolutely no clue. They are clueless as to the power that they are dealing with. They have no concept, no clue at all of who they're dealing with, and neither do most people in the planet, even the Christians, have no concept of the awesome power of our Creator. That's what I was shown. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, it was frightening at the end of this dream. It, it was just, uh, all I can tell you, Larry, it was absolutely frightening at who we're dealing with. And there is no fear of the Lord now, no fear at all. And this is why all this stuff is happening, because we have abandoned the fear of the Lord. We don't recognize that, in, in, particularly here in America. We don't, we don't recognize kings. We have, you know, presidents and whatnot. But we don't allow, like, King Charles in England. We don't allow that over here. We don't allow titles of royalty. Well, that permeates backwards into society where there is absolutely no comprehension, none, zero comprehension of this awesome, awesome power scared me half to death tell you what uh, i i can't describe it the the power that i was shown um there's just no fear of it anymore here and that's why we're going down folks we're going down jesus christ is who he said he was absolutely who he said he was he meant exactly what he said i don't care about the fake preachers, teachers, evangelists, and people out there, what they say, they have no clue at all. They're lying to you, just like the Bible prophets said they were lied to you. They've changed it all. It doesn't exist anymore. So this is why we're at. And, you know, when we get back to Trump, uh, this is very, very interesting what's going on, because at the same time we get all this controversy over Donald Trump, all the major networks are either gloating or yelling about the indictment. What is going on in the economy? Folks, the world economy is collapsing. Here's, here, I'm sure Larry's probably got a few headlines, too. U.S. dollar in major trouble. Bittrex crypto halting all U.S. business on April 30th. And Hal Turner says this about it. Twice in their emailed message to customers, Bittrex mentioned the U.S. not being economically viable. Well, that's kind of an interesting term, don't you think, Larry? What does that mean? <laughs> well, that means we, we have an idiot for a president that didn't even win the election, uh, but, you know, he's president because, uh, I guess you could say, the deep state wanted him to be president, so they named him the president. Uh, he's not president because he won, but they, but they tell you, you can't go back and count the votes again. You can't look into that. We'll put you in prison if you start digging into the 2020 election 
and and some people have gone there because they were looking. And uh, Mike Lindell today, he was on uh, the war room, and he was he said shared his concerns. He said this Trump indictment has so sucked the energy out of the of the room or out of America that there's no one in, there's no judges. There's no one at all cares anymore to hear anything about the 2020 election or the the votes or the fraud. Uh, they don't care about basically anything. And uh, he said he said uh, we're not going to fix anything before the 2024 election if we ever even have that. So, Stuart, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of, I know there's a lot of people out there think, and I've been I've been saying this, and people don't believe me. And I've been saying this ever since Trump actually got thrown out of office, and that's exactly what happened to him. It was a coup. It was a coup, and the, our military oh, yeah. was involved in the coup against Trump. Don't kid yourself. And and I said all along, and you remember, Stuart, how I said every single body out there sitting on their butt waiting on somebody else. Surely somebody in Washington is going to do the right thing. Well, you know what? <laughs> After after years, there ain't one person done the right thing one time. So there you are. Well, even if they wanted to, it wouldn't matter because you got so many crooked people there that you can't do anything. I had a friend of mine a long, long time ago. He was an aide to a senator, and he was kind of a spiritual uh, sensitive, I guess one could say. And he said, you have no idea of how many demonic forces, which he claimed he could actually see and feel over Washington, D.C., that the demonic oppression and the satanic nature of Washington is, uh, is lost on the American people. They don't believe it. Well, they're going to believe it <laughs> very, yeah, very soon. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to mention, you mentioned Washington. Uh, Darnett made a trip to Washington one time years ago, and she says that was the most dirty, nasty-feeling town she'd ever been in. The spirits were horrible. She said, I'll never, ever, ever go back. And yeah. with what you just said, here's a piece that Alan Dershowitz released on the War Room uh, March the 26th. This has been a few days back. Here's what he said. There is a great fear in America now of being caught supporting Trump. Anybody that is perceived of enabling or supporting Trump, your career is over. You are destroyed. This affects judges, prosecutors, juries, anybody in government, and the massive left hatred for Donald Trump will destroy anyone speaking out for Trump. Social pressure now causes or crushes people, uh, I'm sorry, social pressure now causes people to fear any outward comments that the vicious left might perceive as some type of support for Trump. He said that's where we are. Well, I can remember when Obama was in office, and I think he still is in office, actually. That's just my own personal opinion. I think Obama's running everything like he said he was going to, like he announced on TV, right in front of the American people. And, of course, they're so naive they don't understand what's going on. But Trump said he introduced, he introduced Biden and Harris as his vice presidents. 
and big smile on his face and laughed. Oh, I was just kidding. No, he was not kidding, folks. He was not kidding. He's running it. He's running it. Just like the prophet said, uh, there was a, um, it's called the Kenyan prophecy. I think it was issued back in 1912 about a, from a Kenyan Christian elder. And he said the time was coming when a son of Kenya would be elected president of the United States of America and under his reign that America would be destroyed. And uh, I don't have the prophecy in front of me, but it's a very scary prophecy. And America is being destroyed. I mean, totally. We're, everything about the United States that made the United States what it was, Larry is older now than I am. Uh, I'm older. I'm 83 now. But I can remember when I was a little kid growing up in Vermont, how things were. There was virtually no government interference about anything. You had free reign, pretty much. Uh, law and order was the order of the day. You didn't step out of line very far where you got it. Um, in school, you stepped out of line, out came the uh, whip. Or you made to stand in the corner or write on the blackboard a thousand times. I won't do that again. <laughs> Stuff like that. I mean, the discipline was there. My brother um, was a teacher for a long time in the schools. He quit. He said, I cannot discipline the kids. And I just heard of a family member on, on uh, Patty's side who said about they can't discipline them. You just can't discipline these kids and because they don't want to learn anything. So why teach then if they're not going to learn anything? And this is where we are also in the education system. Uh, but a lot of this, I think what they're doing with Trump is diversionary tactics. When, they, when major media focuses on one thing, and that's what they're doing now about Donald Trump, and they're carrying this out, they're extending all this, and now they're talking about, oh, well, he's going to be issuing this and that, and he's going to be requesting uh, stays and all kinds of legal maneuvers to keep this thing going. At the same time, everybody's focused on that. The U.S. dollar is failing. It's failing, folks. It's going down. Um, here's another headline. BRICS countries, which Larry mentioned last night, vow to form closer partnership for global development based on mutual benefit. Now, the BRICS countries, it's an alternative to the dollar. Here's another headline. Depositors have finally awoken. The second wave of the bank run has now begun. Barclays warns. Uh, banks. Here's a good one for you guys. Banks to limit withdrawals to stop bank runs caused by customer behavior. Well, folks, whose money is it? Have you read the documents about what, you, what happens to your money? When you put it in a bank, most people are not aware that the banks claim 
that that deposit that you make is an investment in that bank. And it's only through their benevolence that you can withdraw it. Now, this happened in a savings and loan debacle way long ago. I think it was in Ohio where people had a lot of money in their savings account, and they were restricted. They could only draw out maybe $400 every month. That was it. It's not your money. And all of this proves it's not your money. It belongs to the banks. And so, therefore, they can prevent you from withdrawing it. Now, even corporations issue stocks. You get stock certificates when you invest in them, and you can cash them in. But now they can even stop trading to prevent a collapse. So, again, it's really not your money. It's not your paper. It's not your wealth. And they're letting you know that. We control your money. It's not yours. It's through our benevolence. We allow you to live. And uh, we're coming up on a great debt-for-land swap. Flight to money funds is adding to the strains on small banks, goes the headlines. Wow. World Economic Forum changing horses. Trans people, this is World Economic Forum, Trans people are justified in seeking vengeance on evil Christians. Do you see what's coming? you see how they're doing it? Folks, <laughs> telling you, we're at the cliff. What do you think, Larry? I think we're at the cliff. I think the we're edge. at the place that, that I've warned about a long, long time. I've, I've warned people to prepare to have to take care of your family in, in a corner of your own home and to defend your family, defend your front yard, the street in front of your house. And, you know, I've, I've been on radio a number of years, and there's people hate what I talk about. I mean, I get this stuff about, you know, the Christian says, well, we don't <laughs> supposed to carry weapons. You've heard that old stuff before, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, you know, and then then I might respond. Well, you know, the the scriptures say that Jesus is a disciple. Some of those carried swords. He didn't tell them throw them down, get rid of them. You know, and that was to keep them from being robbed. But oh no, you can't tell people that. So I don't know what people's going to do that have not prepared to defend their families. I guess you're going to just turn them over to evil. Because listen, if you've got a, if there's a trans out there, if it's a, it's a. If it's a, a guy that decided it, it's a, that it's female now, even though it's got a prostrate, it still thinks it's female. So if they get a knife and run up your front yard and trying to get in your front door, listen, I haven't ever been able to tell people there is coming very soon a time dialing 911 means nothing. Yeah. Well, you were a police officer for years. You've seen the dark side of humanity, which people are in denial of. You know, we have lived in a society that's basically run pretty good. Obviously, yes, we have law enforcement. We have all kinds of criminals running around, and the crime rate is accelerating rapidly. But for the most part, we have lived in a society that's never seen anything really bad happen. 
We've never seen a war, not a real war. The people back in the Revolutionary War would tell you otherwise. But since that time, we've really not. It's been on other people's soil. And the Bible even says that Babylon the Great, America, is a virgin when it comes to big-time wars. We've never had, basically, an invasion of our borders. Well, that's not true anymore, folks. The Lord told you in Jeremiah, well, I'm going to fill you with people, fifth column military types, and they're going to rise up against you. And that's why I said what I said about the Chinese. The fact that the Chinese are now coming in from both the southern border and the northern borders, I believe probably, I don't know, what do you think, Larry? I I think that's almost the last warning sign from the Lord. Yeah, we we literally don't have a border. There is no border, Stuart. The cartels control all of what used to be borders, and what do we what do we now uh, call a border like fifty miles inside our own country? I mean, it's a joke. There, there's nobody stopping them except uh, you know, Florida's trying a little bit, Texas is trying a little bit, uh, but you know, people don't want to just I guess arm themselves and say no more. People don't want to. You know, if you live on the border, you don't want to stop them. You want to call 911. It's not going to work. Yeah, it reminds me of the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson, and uh, where he didn't want to fight. But he did, finally. And was deadly uh, when he decided he was going to pick up arms. It's uh, But... People do not really want to fight. They want to be left alone. They want to enjoy their family. They want to enjoy their job. Um, they want to enjoy their weekends. They don't want to be bothered by government and all this other. They want to be left alone. I don't blame them. That's what freedom is, that's being left alone. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Larry. I, I, guess, Stuart, I guess, Stuart, that's why maybe the Lord sends me along to just make people uncomfortable with the things I say. It's like... <laughs> It's like sticking a little – here I go around sticking a rock in people's nest and making them very uncomfortable. But, you know, I just try to get it over to them. You have never lived the life that we're about to see. You you just haven't lived that life. And like you said, I've walked the dark side. I spent almost 40 years in law enforcement in, in areas you just absolutely would not for the life of you believe. And I, I'm going to tell you that evil is basically now becoming totally unrestrained. Yep. Well, folks, I've said it before, I'll say it again. The fall of humanity is real. Back in Genesis, people think it's mythology, eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Well, the evil side is predatory. It takes over. That's why the Lord said what he said about containing it. If you do not contain the eagle, the the evil side of humanity, it'll overrun your nation, your tribe, your your people. And that's where we are. It's overridden everything now. And this is where what does James say about war? Well, you war because you're greedy. You ask for something, but you ask amiss. And because you ask amiss, God's not going to give it to you. 
So then, because he doesn't give it to you, you go out and take it by war. Uh, And this is where we're at. I want to switch over to the war. Finland to become 31st NATO member. Now, this is from the CFR, Council on Foreign Relations. Turkish lawmakers voted to approve Finland's application for membership in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, NATO, making Turkey the last alliance member to do so after Hungary's legislator greenlit the bid earlier this week. This will further isolate Russia's access to the Baltic Sea. Now listen to their analysis. This is important. Finland's accession would remake European security, doubling NATO's land border with Russia and bringing full force of the alliance to Europe's far north. Now, do you know why Russia is against it? Tell you what, folks. <laughs> this is bad news. And what did Medvedev and Putin tell you that was going to happen? And well, you got some news on that, Larry, his latest remarks. What's going on over there? Yeah, here's here's two things, actually. They fit together. Uh, this is from Hal Turner's Covert Intelligence uh, Restricted. March the 31st, both of them. Uh, The first one is a United Nations warning that the risk of nuclear weapons use is higher than at any time since the Cold War. Russia plans to deploy tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus. Russia says since it's NATO's desire to inflict strategic defeat upon Russia, even nuclear weapons are now on the table. I mean, that means really out on the table. And yes. then the next one, though, is really, it, it's a little devious. Uh, you know, apparently uh, the U.N. also is working something uh, with the West. Listen to this report here. Newsflash. NATO peacekeepers to enter Ukraine war on the side of Ukraine. And then we had, uh, it said the Russian Security Council now warned the U.N., that troops in Ukraine will be considered enemy troops, even if they are attached to the U.N., uh, if the West or NATO was involved. And uh, Dmitry Medvedev says the U.N. is on the side of the West. U.N. troops will be destroyed. Uh, and Urban, and you mentioned Hungary. Uh, President Orban of Hungary has warned the U.N. today that U.N. troops would be in a direct conflict with Russia if they enter Ukraine. So, Stuart, this is just, it's just building by the day. Yeah, here's another one. Ukraine president posts petition for U.S. nukes on Ukraine soil. Now, can you imagine <laughs> Putin and, and Medvedev and, and uh, Soviet military we're going to think about all that. Oh, we're just going to put nukes in Ukraine. Uh, anyway, uh, Russia suggests they would make preemptive nuclear strike. Folks, what you got is very evil people, and it's in Psalm 2. You're watching the Psalm 2 war. If you haven't read it, go read Psalm 2. 
It's a Psalm 2 war. It's a spiritual war, but it's manifesting itself through all this warfare. It has an end result. At the end result is a world power, a global power. We call it the fourth beast of Daniel. I believe uh, so far, anyway, the United Nations appears to be the only entity, if you want to call it that, that fulfills those parameters laid down in Daniel. Uh, so that's where we are. Anyway, Medvedev says immediate, preemptive use of Russia's nuclear weapons, if they try that. Uh, <laughs> Larry, it's no end to this thing. Well, it's not, no and then here's a couple. And here's a couple of more that we ought to talk about, too, uh, that just came out. Is uh, This is how Turner Covert Alert today, March 31st, flash bulletin. Russia adopts new foreign policy adopted by Putin. The West is declared an existential threat to Russia. Russia identifies China and India as its main allies and now confirmed any threat to Russia as an existential threat is grounds for the use of nuclear weapons. So basically, you know, Russia's already said if the West puts nukes in Ukraine, we will preemptively nuke the Ukraine, the entire Ukraine. It'll get wiped out. And the U.S. nukes and everything else with it. Uh, and that this means, though, that the new policy, and we basically left because Biden just simply won't even talk uh, except war, uh, we, we basically stopped all treaties we had with Russia, which means that what Russia does now is totally uncontrolled by the West or even the U.N. or NATO, that Russia is not only uncontrolled, we really don't know what they're doing now. And that's a very no. dangerous thing. And, and as, as I was going to also say, uh, when you're moving lots of nukes on all over, well, really all over the world right now, the way it's working out, uh, you can have a mistake. It just takes one mistake, by the way. And there's a new one just popped up, uh, Hal Turner's Covert Intelligence. And I'd like this, too, Stuart, for you to comment on this, because right now, uh, basically, Israel's government is at a standstill. Uh, the same thing that happened to Trump, They've used the same people. They paid them to go in and and protest and burn things and riot. And uh, Netanyahu's barely hanging on to his government. His government's barely hanging on. They're trying to do a coup on him like they did Trump to get him out of government. Well, while this is going on, and you've even got part of the uh, Israeli military now that refuses to fly their planes, refuses to, to come out to assist Israel, uh, the reserves won't come out to at, at Netanyahu's orders. So while this is going on, Stuart, you know, Iran is watching in the background, and here's the new one. And Because I'd like your opinion on this one. Hal Turner, Covert Intelligence subscribers, March 31st, that's today. Covert Intelligence, U.S. military deployment orders have been issued. Members of the United States Armed Forces are receiving deployment orders to the Middle East. Looks as if Iran is on the kinetic agenda. Yeah. So, Stuart, where is this taking us? I mean, I thought we was we was about to go to war in Ukraine, 
are we going to the Middle East now? What are we going to do there? And then, well, what about China and Taiwan? What about Iran? You know, what are they going to do, Daniel 8? And then again, what about North Korea? I don't think Kim will sit by and just watch. Oh, no. No, there are too many prophecies have surfaced for the Lord has shown people that he's going to launch a couple of nukes and uh, hit a couple of our cities. And one of the prophecies said we didn't really understand where it all came from at first. <laughs> so uh, it's called urban nuclear urban renewal is what I call it. It's part of the global deep state plan. They have to have World War III. There will be war everywhere. It's called the Armageddon script. War everywhere. And out of the ruins of all of this rises the phoenix bird, the new world order, the great reset of Charles or Klaus Schwab, Harari's AI queen system. We're moving rapidly into that. At the same time, all of this is going on. Listen to this one. Biden administration will not rule out gun confiscation, calls Americans owning AR-15s totally unacceptable. Oh, really? I thought Biden rose his hand, had his hand on the Bible, and swore an oath to the Constitution of the United States, which includes the Bill of Rights and the Second Amendment, the right of the people to maintain a free state, the right of the people to own arms shall not be infringed. What a traitor, traitor, absolute traitor the people in Washington have become. And we were yeah, told by one of the Supreme Court justices, they're going to get the guns. He said, you just watch. They're going to get the guns. And that goes into this Christian school shooting. Too. Yeah, and Which, sir, yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, I was going to interject there real quick. Uh, get your, you, know, you may want to comment on this. Matter of fact, you may want to read something on it. But uh, just so I don't forget, because we get involved in conversations and things just going by the wayside. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, uh, this is the point, is that they are going to try to come after the guns. Now, this is a rumor. I just want to repeat, this is a rumor. A rumor is unproved fact. It don't mean it's wrong. It just means it hasn't been proved. So anyway, uh, I, I heard, there's a couple of rumors that, that's been going around. I hadn't talked about them particularly. You, you kind of mentioned it, you know, on last night's show. But uh, there is a rumor I've heard that uh, the Biden administration is planning martial law in April, early April possibly, because of situations. Uh, also, there is a rumor, if you will, and, and you may want to read some of your stuff you've got on it. I don't have it, Stuart, on the Hal Turner and uh, his information on the uh, banks, how that uh, there is reports that there's going to be a banking holiday this April. Uh, yes. We're kind of watching that. And, and Stuart, this is what's interesting, though. You know, uh, during, if, if, if suddenly things go bad in any form or fashion, all, all Biden has to do is declare martial law. And you can forget, well, the Constitution don't work today anyway, but it won't be there then anyway at all. And people yes. will not realize that he will shut down 
the sales of weapons nationwide. You won't be able to buy one if you wanted one. If you put it off, you will we'll never buy one. You won't buy ammunition. That will all be closed down. He can start to begin to send troops to confiscate in people's homes their weapons or their foodstuffs or their stores. Uh, that's the law in the land now, by the way, and most people don't realize that. But, Stuart, here I go. I dovetail back again into ruler against ruler. And the only way that Biden could not declare martial law over your state and do all of these things is if your state is no longer part of the union. See, everything seems to point to ruler against ruler before this is all said and done. Yeah, I think they're going to try and make their move. Well, let me just tell you, just read what she said. This is the press, you know, secretary. Let me be. Let me just be very clear. What we're talking about, AR-15s, these assault weapons bans, they are weapons of war. They should not be on the streets across the country in our communities. They should not be in schools. They should not be in grocery stores. They should not be in churches. That's what the president believes. Folks, the Bill of Rights in the Second Amendment is there for the people to rise up, legally, legally have the right to rise up and put down a renegade government. You have every right, according to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, to maintain a free state. Are we a free state? We're a police state now. Because the people won't rise up now. It's too late for them to rise up. They rise up now, they're going to be crushed. And uh, like Larry said, the only thing that's going to save it will be if the governors of various states just disassociate themselves from communist Washington, D.C. Say, we're not, we're not going down that road. You want to go down that road? Do it by yourself. We're not going down that road. And there are a lot of military men and women who believe the oath of office that they took when they became military people. There's a lot that don't, but there's a lot that do. And uh, it's just amazing what is going on in the United States. And what's even more amazing is uh, how the people are just putting up with it and not doing anything about it. But they're moving. It's all part of the United Nations. The U.N. is behind all this stuff. The World Economic Forum and the U.N. could be in China and all that could be considered one operation. And the World Health Organization coming in the back door with their health treaty. We've gone over that before. It's all coming together at the same time. And at the same time that's happening, I don't want to forget to get back into uh, what else you got, Larry, you want to get into before I go into the earth changes business? Well, I didn't know if you wanted to read just a little bit of that about the uh, possible bank holiday that may be being set up. I don't – I got that somewhere, but I don't know where it is. But anyway, yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is what they said, that a bank holiday was coming in April. They didn't name any date. But that a bank holiday, and it would be at least a week long, probably longer in my estimation, and basically nothing will work. 
And the only thing that probably will work, which is interesting to me, is cash. And we've had times when ATMs and whatnot shut down, and uh, people that had cash were still able to buy what they wanted, and the stores took the cash. I don't know how long that would last and what's going on. It depends on how they do it. But the warning is out there that this April, sometime in April, and knowing with what Trump's doing and all of that, it wouldn't surprise me if it's in the early part of April. And remember, of course, we're coming up on Passover. And um, our enemies would love to do something on Passover. <laughs> Believe it. They hate Jesus Christ with a passion, and they hate the Christians with a passion. So be on the lookout. And if I'm not wrong, aren't we in, still in Ramadan, Larry? I, I'm trying to remember. I think we uh, just started it? it, I think. I, yeah, we're still in it, I believe, and I think it just barely started so far. But this is what's interesting. Listen to this uh you mentioned Trump, and you mentioned the time frame of uh, Passover, and you know how they do things by the number, the the left. Uh, this yes. is from Bannon, just and on just the news, America in peril. It crosses the Rubicon as persecutors crucify Trump. Now that language is a crucifixion. Isn't it odd that we're we're approaching? You know, we're we're basically just. Tomorrow or midnight tonight, enter the the Easter time, if you will, uh, or, or Passover, and uh, you know the festivals. But uh, what do you think, Stuart? And, and how does the, how do you think this is framed? I don't think they picked to indict Trump. Just they just picked a number and decided let's indict him this month. And because this is leading into the Passover time frame, and the, as as it was just mentioned on the war room. They're crucifying Trump. In the, what do you think? Is is there some type of time frame movement that they're doing that ties this all in to uh, Passover and, and Trump and all of this stuff? Because, see, this is slowly being put out over the next few days into sometime in the middle of next week or later, which puts it yep. right there on, well, I don't know, we're headed to what what you say, 411? Yep, well, Passover is, starts on the 5th of April, and they were going to indict him on the 4th. I mean, it's a mockery. It's a mockery, in a way. I'm not a Trump fan. I'll be perfectly honest. I've done a lot of research on Donald Trump. He was brought in by the Lord. I believe firmly believe that, because the Lord says, I pick your leaders. I don't know exactly how he works it through people, but he does. That's what he says. And uh, I believe Trump was brought in, and he was a delay. And it was a delay to see if the American people would repent. I can remember when Trump, remember Obama, all but destroyed Christianity. People were even afraid to say Merry Christmas. They were using Happy Holiday and stuff like that. But people were fearful to use Christian terms. Well, Trump turned all that around. 
Now, I did surround himself by these fakes, but that's neither here nor there. I believe what happened was that this was a four-year delay to see if the American people were going to repent. They did not. So, because they did not, now we have to ask the question, is God done with Trump? And if so, he won't be back. But if he's not, he will be back, and he will be back for Israel. Not so much. He'll be a judgment for the American Christians. I'm firmly convinced of that. I've done a lot of study on Donald Trump. He's not who you think he is, and he is uh, very—he's a fallen guy, just like everybody else. But if God is not done with Trump, he may come back. And if he comes back, it'll be for Israel and the temple. It's, it, he has ties directly to that temple and a rebuilding of it. And that is all a delusion and a deception. You've got to remember something about Israel. They have to go into a fake kind of millennium. That's what they believe. It's a fake millennium because it's done without Jesus Christ. But they don't know that. They have rejected Messiah. They don't believe Jesus Christ is the Messiah at all. And, in fact, they hate him. They hate him with a passion. And so they have to go under this seven-year period or three-and-a-half-year period. People argue over that. It doesn't really matter. But they have to go under uh, this fake Messiah. The whole world let has me, to let go me ask- under it. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, let me ask you something right here, because I haven't really shared this, but uh, I was on a prayer walk the other day, and, and you know, I've, matter of fact, I hadn't really prayed for Netanyahu. You know, I used to do that a lot, and when he went out of office that last time, I kind of left it off, and I didn't have the burden anymore, so I didn't use it, and then he finally, suddenly, out of nowhere, got back into office, you know, what a couple of months ago or you know it hadn't been but just a month or two at the most but anyway you know i remember what you said you said that uh, you'd been shown that uh, the creator had uh, basically set benjamin netanyahu to actually go into the tribulation ruling israel or leading israel that's probably a better word leading israel into that or through that however I was walking the other day, I was, I, I, a burden came on me, and I started to pray for Benjamin Netanyahu. And if you'll remember, uh, about three years ago, I had a very odd dream that, that, that I was given a heavenly clock to deliver yes, to Benjamin Netanyahu. And it was a really strange-looking device. It was a time clock of some kind. And I actually went to a meeting in this dream. This was a dream. And I hand-delivered to Benjamin Netanyahu this time clock, which was a, it was a, a symbolic message to Netanyahu on what time it was. Well, things drifted on, and, you know, he was out of office and all this kind of stuff. And now suddenly he's in office, and now they're actually pulling a coup on him. It's a, it's a, the judges are working against him, the judicial system. His own government is working against him. His own people's working against him. The left is influencing it. Uh, matter of fact, they said a lot of the money to uproot him is coming out of the United States, which would mean Biden and crew and yep. Obama. 
And so anyway, he's almost right now, he's barely hanging on. I mean, he's barely uh, the prime minister still, and a lot of people trying to break it, break him loose out of there. And so I, when I took this prayer walk a couple of days ago, and I began to pray for him because I hadn't had a burden in a long time. And as I was praying for him, and I'm not telling anybody to believe this. This is just Larry Taylor's prayer walk, okay? It's no big deal. It is to me, but it don't have to be to anybody else. And so anyway... I felt like I was impressed that I was in consternation at what was happening in Israel, and it's like I was just, it was like I saw a quick vision real quick, and it reminded me of the vision of, of Moses and how that Israel decided they wouldn't follow Moses. Remember, who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where, uh, you know, the, the rebel came along at Korah. Yep. But anyway, it was like that. It was just a quick flash, and it was like a word came to me. It was like this word. I feel like it goes along with what you were shown. It was like the Lord said, I have I have given Benjamin Netanyahu to Israel to lead them through this time, and he didn't stop there. Then he said to me, and I really believe it was him, then he said to me, Israel refuses to be led. So there you are. What do you think? Yep, that's probably true. I mean, there he is. I mean, he's been gone twice, and everybody thought, well, that's the end of him. But there he is back again, and uh, it it does prove. It's like the American people. They will not be led by anybody. Uh, And uh, Israel's not going to be led. Well, they are going to be led because, uh, like Bobby Dylan's song said, you're going to serve somebody. Might be the Lord. Or it might be Satan. You're going to serve one of them. One or the other you're going to serve. And Israel has to go through a time of atonement. They have to atone for their rejection of Jesus Christ. That's what's coming. It's a long period of bad, bad times. And this kind of leads into the earth changes thing. And, you know, we got Trump. Still, people hate him or they love him. You got the, these people that are rising up in the, in the rulers of Israel and, and America, where great division is being brought to the fore to destroy both. And that's what's happening. We're watching America go down, and they are praying that Israel goes down. I think there's a people have a hidden or unconscious knowledge that when Israel came on the scene in 1948, that we were at that point entering the final period of time of man's probation, and so the UN and all these outfits are trying everything they can to destroy Israel because if they can destroy it, then they think the prophecies won't come true. It's kind of like when Jesus was on the scene. Well, if we kill him, we'll save Israel. <laughs> By killing him, they did save Israel. They, they don't <laughs> understand how prophecy works. Anyway, I wanted to get into some of these earth changes because this is the other area. I mean, we worry about financial collapse. We worry about martial law. We worry about the U.N. and Charles uh, Klaus Schwab. And these guys, this it's nothing. Folks, it's absolutely nothing. 
you have to look at this the way God looks at it. It's nothing. It means nothing. And you have to put on that uh, that type of, uh, how do I say, spiritual armor. God is so awesome in his power. These people are nothing to him. Absolutely nothing. They mean nothing to him. Anyway, Bible code claims that God will use the sun to destroy mankind's global civilization. You might remember Ed Dames' Kill Shot, a series of CMEs that kill millions of people. Earth's magnetic pole shifting. As the field collapses, new north and south poles develop, causing radiation to come all the way down to the surface. Native American prophecies of the red skies are already happening, and green haze, northern lights, coming all the way down to the surface. Strange sights in the heavens, Muslim prophecies of smoke, I remember when I was on the Art Bell Show back in 1998, a call-in by a Muslim man and uh, mentioned the smoke. That was in their prophecies for the last days. Well, we're in the last days. I think we're entering Daniel's 70th week really quickly. I know a lot of people think we're already in it. I'm not convinced yet, but maybe we are. I don't know. Anyway, electromagnetic changes open up portals and gates allowing other dimensions to merge with our time-space continuum more strange sightings of creatures or entities whatever you want to call them showing up as the paranormal spirit world opens to us as the veils between they uh, remember the movie Larry the Mist Oh, yeah. Well, mist is a fog. Isn't that interesting? It was kind of prophetic. The green haze is really green fog. And uh, the military in that movie had been fooling around with portals and gates for some time. And, of course, they've been messing around with time travel experiments. And uh, in that movie, the strange entities came into our dimension. And we've there's been a lot of stuff about Skinwalker Ranch and Skinwalkers. And if Larry, don't they even have police officers to deal with Skinwalkers? What do they call those oh, things? Oh, those are uh, the Hopi, the Navajo Rangers. I think they call them, and they, they're uh, Native Americans, and that is their job. And they deal in the paranormal. And the skinwalkers and, and UFOs and all that stuff. It's really interesting. Yeah, folks, you're going to see this. It's coming out into the open more and more. Hopi prophecy of ancient animals coming back. Bigfoot, wolfman, dogman, strange creatures, many caught on cameras already. More and more being photographed and videotaped as the veil thin here and there as the electromagnetic walls separating the dimensions go into flux mode. And CERN may be part of all of that. Larry, break in anywhere you want. At the same time, of course, we've got earthquakes, volcanoes, uh, huge sinkholes, earth rips or rifts, tears, erratic weather, 
Huge temperature changes, hot to cold, cold to hot. Straight line winds, jet streams begin to wander, ocean currents wander. Everything becomes erratic, causing polar vortexes. They come all the way down to the surface. Jet streams uh, come all the way down to the surface, known as straight line winds. We just had a report. They thought it was a straight line wind. My guess, it was a, a jet stream. It just came down to the surface for whatever reason, and then it goes back up. Uh, they fluctuate in altitude. What we're going to see all of this stuff. And uh, anyway, I wanted to read this from Spirit Daily. The reason one takes note, and they're talking about the uh, huge northern lights, bright red and bright green, depending on where you were. It was the historic display of the aurora in 1938 that Sister Lucia of Fatima said was a great sign given in the three secrets, a sign indicating the start of a second world war. What did we just have, folks, almost all over the world? from the South Pole to the North Pole. Spectacular aurors uh, just before or just after September 11th. Uh, I guess people just don't put all this stuff together. And now, to whatever degree and for what it's worth, we've got some strong aurors again, along with unusual activity on what had been a rather quiescent sun. Well, it's not anymore, folks. Uh, scientists are scratching their head, and they're saying, what in the world is going on? And uh, there is so much information on this. And that's one of the reasons why Celeste Salome uh, brought forward this government plans for cataclysmic space weather. They know. That's why they're going underground. World governments have known for some time that a worldwide catastrophe was coming. You might even remember Homeland Security Chief Janet Napolitano, when she retired, warned us in her retirement speech that major events were going to hit the USA. So to escape the wrath of God, the global elite have built huge underground cities all over the world, stocked up with water, food, medical supplies for years so they can stay under there. Remember the movie Deep Impact? Uh, if you haven't seen it, go rent it and watch it, about the salt mines and how they went down under the ground. Uh, they've also been very busy building bases on the moon and Mars, and uh, they call them uh, in Alternative 3, they're called Batch assignments and uh, Larry you had a vision of uh, of people being on a UFO being t going going to Mars if I remember right oh yeah right? yeah and, and and by the way I've been hearing that uh, of course there are rumors but they're saying that a lot of these recalls of all kind of things are really not recalls they're actually diverting the merchandise to underground bases. Yes. And so I, I thought I'd just stick that in. What do you think of that? I think that's absolutely true because 
you you can't have that many recalls. The the people who are producing all these foods would go broke with the number of recalls they've said that happened. No, it's going underground. They're, they know this is coming, folks, and they're using your tax dollars to build all this stuff. We now have truckers who have taken videos of these underground highways that go for thousands of miles, and they're all over the world. And they've been doing it right under the, the noses of the American people and the other people of the world. And they're using all the tax dollars to do it, and they're going to leave you on the surface to uh, watch all this come down. And, of course, there's a prophecy of the uh, um, Obadiah about the nests that they built in the heavens. Um, They build them in the stars. So it's not, how do I word this? This stuff is real. The Bible prophets all told you it was real. Uh, UFOs are real. They're in the scripture. The arrival is real. It's in the scripture. Um, Anyway, we are in the last of the ripple effects. They're about to enter into more profound changes in both the cosmos and the earth. It will not be a pleasant ride. One world, one word, rather, sums up the entrance to the final phase for almost all Earth-related events. Erratic. Extremes on both sides of the scale. Terror will be constant flux as various forces of nature act upon her. Earthquakes, volcanic activity, and overall increases with some periods of calm between the events. You can expect huge extremes in temperatures and snow and rainfall. Some areas will go through drought to flood. Others will remain largely unaffected. There will be vast changes in ocean currents and jet stream activity as the more severe changes begin to take hold. Now, here's what Obadiah 3 through 4. The pride of thine heart has deceived thee. It's about Antichrist. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that sayest in his heart, Who shall bring me down to the ground? Though thou exalt thyself as the eagle, and though thou set thy nest among the stars, thence will I bring thee down, saith the Lord. That interesting. And Cliff High, long ago, mentioned sun disease from unknown energies from space includes galactic solar changes in radiation. And sun disease is very, very dangerous because of what it does to people. And I don't have time to really get into this whole thing, but I urge everybody, go get that free report. The links will be up on all of where we post. They are on lightgateblogger.com. The link is there. You just click on it. You don't have to register or do anything. You'll get the full report. It's a PDF. You can download it. And I urge everybody that's listening to download it and read it because we are. this is what we're heading into. And hey, this is, yeah, go ahead, Larry. Uh, I was mentioning you talked about uh, the Antichrist. You mentioned him, and and uh, you mentioned Trump, and we talked about Netanyahu for a few minutes. And 
I was going to ask you, because Kevin Sorbo's new movie, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist, is just out, and I wondered your opinion on that. Uh, some of the rhetoric in that really caught me because it seemed like it's right now today. Well, a lot of what they had to say was absolutely uh, correct. I mean, they're, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's interesting how they put it all together. And it, it centers on just several characters, basically. But the rhetoric or the the wording and how they expect this to go down is pretty much what Bible prophecy would say was going to happen. And uh, it's, it's uh, well worth a, a watch. Um, there are some areas where you know, I wonder, but I think we're learning more as we get closer and closer to all this, exactly how this is going to go down. And uh, but not it's a very interesting and I, I do like him uh, the uh, Kevin he, he's a good actor and anyway I want to get back here King James version here of Deuteronomy twenty eight twenty seven twenty nine the Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt and with hemorrhoids with scab and with the itch whereof thou canst not be healed. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. Thou shalt grope at noonday, as the blind gropeth in darkness. Thou shalt not prosper in thy ways. Thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore. And no man shall save thee. Folk, this is where we're headed. You cannot abandon God. You can't do it. Moreover, this is Isaiah 30, 26 through 27. Moreover, the light of the moon shall be as the light of the sun, and the light of the sun shall be sevenfold as the light of seven days. In the day that the Lord bindeth up the breach of his people and healeth the stroke of their wound, behold, the name of the Lord cometh from far, burning with his anger, and with burden thereof it is heavy. His lips are full of indignation. His tongue as a devouring fire. Now what's interesting is a Native American prophecy says that the, uh, that the purification, which is the tribulation period, Daniel's 70th week, will begin when mankind begins to unlock the secrets of the sun. It's well underway now. And here is a Bible code, and here's the key words, solar flare, holocaust, stove of the deads, I will send to all the men, guilt, day of judgment. There you are, folks. <laughs> and the madness, I think it has to do with frequency and radiation, because it does affect men. I'll get into some of that maybe on another program of what happens with these uh, solar storms, radiation, and how frequencies affect your mind and what it does to people. It's, it's amazing. Any uh, last things you want to talk about, Larry? Well, I was going to mention, and I'll just do it briefly. Uh, <clears throat> actually, uh, a guy put out a recent uh, book. His name is uh, William Dietz, and he put out a book called Crickets, which is a really strange, odd name, 
But these are about humanoid crickets that were underground, and they begin to come up, and things really do get bad. And uh, anyway, he says that book was an itch he needed to scratch. Now, he wrote a lot of other books <laughs> about World War Three and how things would go into that, Civil War, all that. He, he's a good writer. But at the same time, I, I went back and found an old movie, got my hands on one of them, uh, from the 50s, early 50s, 52, I think. It's called Quartermoss and the Pit. I know that's an odd uh title but you can find it on amazon and uh it's really interesting because in this movie they actually dig a tunnel they're they're in somewhere in uh i, I guess it's england or scotland or somewhere in that region they dig a, they got a pit they're digging out to put a train system in and they come across an alien craft of some kind and a bunch of skulls and and in this craft, when they finally break into it, there's energy in it, leftover energy from thousands of years ago, and and it had a they had a disc of some kind, and and it, you know I'm not going to go into all of it. We're out of time basically, but what's interesting is all of these things look like crickets, and it was an invasion that had happened thousands of years ago. They they migrated from Mars to Earth and bedded down underground. And uh, anyway, I, I just thought this is really weird because people are now beginning to talk about sightings of uh, what I call, uh, you know, the uh, like crickets and the, the manis. Sectoids, exactly. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yep, I think we're, we're heading in. You're going to see stuff, folks, that you would not ever, ever believe as these veils thin, uh, where they're controlled by the electromagnetic environment we live in. And as those veils thin, uh, you're going to ha- see other dimensions popping in and out. And, uh, and we should get into that sometime. It's very, very interesting, time, space, and how it's all contained uh, by the Lord. And uh, there are little glitches in the system we read about. Anyway, uh, again, I advise people go read that report. Uh, it's uh, called Earth Whispers, and it's uh, about the cosmic, basically what's happening to Earth. And it's free, and all you got to do is click on the link, and you'll have it in your hands. You can download it. Okay, well, thanks, Larry, for coming on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, heads up, we don't know what's coming down the pike yet, but something is. Anyway, good night. Take care.